In a world where the people have no voice. Fake news runs wild. And social, social, social media dictates our lives. And we're here to keep it real at Media Lab. Just a group of students looking for the truth. Hashtag what story are you telling? Hashtag go tell it. NEPR Media Lab. NEPR's Media Lab podcast is coming at you now. This is Chase Dion. This is Chase Dion. Media Lab has helped me find my voice. I've never had the confidence to speak out before, but Media Lab has created a space where I feel comfortable enough to share my thoughts and opinions and I'm able to validate my experiences through the work that I produce here. My phone case is riddled with scratches. Scratches from dropping it when my hands were too full, scratches from when it fell out of my pocket, and some scratches I don't even know where they came from. But there's a distinct scrape on the right corner of my case that I will never forget how it came to be. The scrape serves as a reminder of my time at Westfield. I see it every day, every time I get a text, and every time I watch a video on my phone. I remember my college experience and how miserable it was. Every day at Westfield was a long one. I had trouble fitting in. I didn't have many friends. My loneliness was a heavy burden, and it was only perpetuated by the atmosphere on campus. I felt unwanted. There were days where I wouldn't speak to anyone at all. The only time I would ever hear my own voice was when a family member called to check in on me. On the day my phone was scraped, my grandmother called me as I was walking back to my dorm after classes. She heard from my father that I was in college, and she wanted to make sure I was doing all right. As always, I spoke to her in Spanish, since she didn't understand English very well. We had a nice conversation until I passed the dining commons, when a boy hanging outside with two friends slapped my phone out my hand. I didn't even know what happened in the moment. I thought I dropped my phone until he heard his voice. Learn English. This is America, he said hatefully, and his friends laughed. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to think. What was I supposed to say? How could someone be so cruel simply because of a language? But this was the reality at Westfield State if you were a minority. You should expect racist messages to be written on your door. You should expect homophobic letters to be slipped under your doorway. You should expect transphobic comments around the corner of every gender-neutral bathroom. You should expect to see Nazi swastikas drawn on whiteboards in classrooms. You should expect to be openly targeted if you are anything that isn't white. I feel like I was robbed of the college experience. Like I drew the short straw of universities. There wasn't a single day where I was excited to be in college. I was unhappy the moment I got to Westfield State. And at first, I thought it was my fault. That maybe I wasn't giving the university a chance. But eventually, I found other students of color who shared my feelings. And I felt better once I realized I wasn't alone. However, I still chose to leave Westfield State for my mental health, for my personal safety, and because no one deserves to be mistreated for any aspect of their identity. No one should ever have to tolerate such ignorance. This kind of hate goes beyond just the university, and there's no easy solution for the problems Westfield State currently faces. But as of right now, it is not a safe environment for learning and growth. Something needs to change, because every day, the attacks on diversity grow bolder. Media Lab Pod- Podcast. To me, Media Lab is a place where I can be in a safe space and get to know others who have similar interests, and we can all just get together and record and make things together as a team.
Can you hear us? You can hear us? Can everybody else hear us? Parents, guardians, always protect their children from the wrong things, the wrong people. While growing up, my mom was always watching my every move, worried if something happened to me or hurt me. She would always protect me from scary men, from a man who looked capable of hurting me. She didn't think it was necessary to protect me from a little girl that was a little older than me. A nine-year-old girl didn't look capable of hurting someone. For once, my mom was wrong. Five years of my life, that nine-year-old girl tortured my heart and soul, things I'll never forget. Like the feeling of her hands rubbing all over my pale skin, her fingers were like ice. Hearing about women sexually assaulting another woman seems almost foreign, as if it doesn't exist. 31% of females, including myself, get sexually assaulted before the age of 12. How does that make you feel? Knowing you can do everything in your power to protect your child, just to have them thrown around like some toys. Knowing that 31% of little girls cry for help, but no one seems to hear a sound. 31% of girls under the age of 12 feel empty, like a gas tank waiting to be filled. Those little girls are confused on what they did wrong to deserve such a thing. Thoughts going through their minds. Is this what I get for not sharing my toy? Getting sexually assaulted doesn't make you a victim. It makes you a survivor. You may overcome the pain and the hurt eventually, but no time is guaranteed. Things can change overnight. Growing and fulfilling your life heals your past. Check us out on NEPR.net, or you can hit us up on Facebook at NEPR underscore Media Lab. And don't forget to hashtag what story are you telling as you tell your own. Peace. No one wants me to go, but everyone wants me to succeed. I've always wanted to be a teacher. My plan was to teach high school math because of how much I love numbers. But now, I'm serving my country in a different way. Adulthood is right around the corner, and I'm not nearly prepared. So the Army will become an outlet for the next four years until life gives me a nudge in the right direction. Why? I just don't know where to go. Yes, I had a stable job, and I'm actually really good at. And yes, I was in my first year of college with no student debt. It just felt like wash, rinse, and repeat. A bunch of time ahead of me that I was going to waste. I look like someone who has never lifted weights. I've never done sports or even seriously considered joining JROTC in my high school, yet alone joining the Army. But in all honesty, it wasn't a very hard decision. With on-the-spot thinking, there was hardly any negatives as to why I shouldn't go. It felt like something I knew subconsciously all along. Everyone thinks they know me. Everyone says, Devin Moreno? So predictable. But after hearing what I have to say, everyone's thoughts would end in a question mark rather than a period. The hardest part of this entire thing was telling my family and friends. There's a saying I tell myself, I'd rather have four quarters than a hundred pennies. And that means a small circle of four friends rather than a hundred loose people I hardly know and trust. For me to tell my friends I had built a bond with, now I have to leave you, it's not easy. But it's even harder with family. People that have been with you since day one, giving you their undying love. No one wants me to go, but they all want me to succeed. At the beginning of any relationship, there's always that puppy love stage where you guys are all lovey-dovey and don't really show your true colors to each other. He made it seem like this. At the start of our relationship, he created this image in my head that he was the sweetest boy ever, that he wouldn't do anything to hurt me, mentally or physically. It was my first relationship, and every girl wants her first relationship to be perfect. Every girl wants the ideal relationship filled with happiness and with no problems at all. So every mistake is overlooked. Everything is okay when it isn't. 
I was so naive with this mindset. The comments that he made got to me. I let him get into my head and gain control over me. I was scared. Because of him, I lost my friends, my confidence, my happiness, and my self-esteem. At the time, I didn't realize that what I really needed to lose was him. I needed him out my life because our relationship wasn't healthy. Once you start to notice that you're too scared to speak up, that your internal voice becomes negative, that you feel anxious more often, then it's time to leave. It's better off to break your own heart rather than to hurt every day over the same kid. But I was lost. I lost myself in him, not in a good way, of course. I felt like his prisoner, trapped in a toxic relationship. There were good times, great memories and laughs. The good never outweighed the bad. Whenever I tried to stick up for myself or actually defend myself, it seemed like the end of the world for him, like he didn't want to see me doing good or better than him. He'd scare me to the point where I actually believed that he'd physically harm himself. These were the times where I thought he loved me. Sounds crazy, right? But if he were to lose me, maybe he'd be lost without me? Maybe harming me was therapeutic to him? These were my naive thoughts. Never the case. He wanted me to stick around just to boost up his ego, to make him feel confident about himself. He tore me down, made me feel dumb, and even ashamed of myself for the slightest things. I wish I was told that I was beautiful. I wish that I listened to the people around me and protected myself from stooping to such a low state of mind. It got to the point where I was tired of everything and I ended my relationship for my own well-being. Here's what I learned from it. Here's what I got from my first bad relationship. You should never base your own happiness off of someone else's. You need to love yourself before you can invest into a relationship. And of course, that your first love will always be your first heartbreak. Always protect yourself. NEPR Media Podcast has been brought to you by Springfield Cultural Council, Kittredge Foundation, the Irene E. and George A. Davis Foundation, Mass Humanities, Beverage Company, TD Charitable Foundation, Community Foundation of Western Massachusetts, Berkshire Bank, People's Bank, United Bank, Thomas and Kit Dennis, Thomas and Marilyn Ewing, Rotary Club of Springfield, and the Whitehead Family Foundation. Check us out on NEPR.net, or you can hit us up on Facebook at NEPR underscore Media Lab. And don't forget to hashtag, what story are you telling as you tell your own? Peace.